When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This week's episode is brought to you by Grown Woman TV. Grown Woman TV is a podcast network that is on a mission to amplify the voices of black women creators while creating purpose-driven programming that centers around supporting educating and celebrating black women we are currently accepting submissions for brand new shows so if you have a podcast or a podcast idea that you think would be a great fit for our network apply now to host a show on our grown woman tv roku channel submit your application for an invitation to our next casting call at grownwomantv.com slash Host. This is Girl Stop Playing, a weekly show that empowers black women to stop playing with their potential so they can live a life that they love. I'm Coriel, your favorite homegirl, and I'm on a mission to help black women make the money and get the honey. You can have it all as long as you're willing to work. This is the Girl Stop Playing podcast, and today we have a super special guest in the building. As you know, these conversations are all about helping you make the money and get the honey. And today's special guest is definitely a woman with a wealth of experience. I feel like she's lived several lifetimes and we are about to get all up in her business. We got my girl Trina Small in the building. Thanks for having me. So I tried to look like really quick and I could not find it to figure out what episode of Confessions of a Workaholic you were on way, way, way. Way back in the day. Back in the day. One baby ago. One one, One kid ago. Yeah. For you, zero kids for me. No man, no kids, no nothing. Like So when I say you've lived several lifetimes, all of us have, you know, obviously because we've started in one place and the transition the journey has kind of taken us um you know several different places but it's been such a joy to just watch you evolve and elevate and try all the new things and blossom into this amazing beautiful woman that sits before us oh thank you you're so kind thank you and you too like like you said no kids you was out here Single wise club and now whole new life. You in it to win it, honey. In it, in it, in it, trying to win it. Okay, trying to win it. it. You win it. So, who is Trina today? Like this version of Trina. Introduce us to her. Oh, this Trina is free. This Trina is happy. This Trina is empowered. This Trina is so strong, stronger than she ever thought she would be. Um, I like this Trina. Come on, this Trina. I mean, it took a minute to get here, but I love it here. Okay. So I, I, I really do. Um, so that's this Trina right now. This Trina is smart. This Trina is confident. Um, just so many things that I had to really pull in, and it just really showed me who I really was. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, she dope. Let's life go. will. Life has a way of like showing you what you're made of. Right. Like you thought it was this, but usually you surprise yourself by what you can get through without literally like breaking. Exactly. 
So the the Trina and y'all gonna I'm gonna find it and link it down below so that y'all can go listen to um, that episode of Confessions of Workaholic. Mm -hmm. But back then, I'm thinking that you were like full time blogging, mom of one, Mm -hmm. right? Married, mom of one, full time blogging. Trina now entrepreneur still you yes. evolved catch me up because i know okay. you had the blog do you still blog i know you have a super mom yes super, super mom. mom lifestyle right super mom culture okay look let me super mom culture yeah i got, I got all you, my yo, stuff you got all your I got gear. my stuff I yes i do yes and i, I do. brought you a little gift to thank play. y'all but um so the trina so yes i was a blogger so now uh, the blog, I'm I'm trying to dust it off, okay. but you know nobody. It's, it's coming back though, right? It Blogging is kind of is... com- Yeah, it's coming back. So I'm gonna I'm gonna blow the dust yes. off of it. I'm gonna keep that going. I mean, thank God I still get hit, so we still got traffic. But um, I still blog. Super Mom is like my main thing. That's the Super Mom culture community, um, empowering moms to feel heard and seen. Um, so that, you know, that took off. Mm-hmm. We ended up on uh, Good Morning America, mm-hmm. what, three times? Mm-hmm. And The View. And, you know, different things like that. So that's like its own train that it has taken off um, doing that. And then I did a little bit of a pivot um, outside of the influencer world. I'm actually doing, like, some consulting now, too. Okay. So, yeah. So taking the skills you've you've um, honed yourself and the things mm-hmm. you were doing for yourself and your business, and now you're able to leverage that for other people. Right. And, again, like, you know, just kind of getting back into, like, learning more about me, like, I do have a marketing degree, so I'm actually using my degree now. So, you know, that's great. That's a thing. Which is, you know, it goes hand in hand with digital marketing. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing the marketing thing. Um, and then I'm in a good space where I've been an influencer and an entrepreneur. So that's just like, I know all the both, sides. Yep. It's like, what am I doing? So, you know, of course, I've, you know, I know a lot of people like you and other amazing um, entrepreneurs. And then people just call me like, Trina. Can you help me do X, Y, Z? Do you know how to do this? And I'm like, yeah, I did that. And they'd be like, help me. So that's kind of how it started. Mm -hmm. The power of proximity and the power of your people. Your people. That, to me, I mean, and I feel like I've learned it the hard way because I always talk about I I played myself in college. I did not have any internships. (laughs) I did not do the things that would Mm -hmm. really intentionally build your professional network. Entrepreneurship, though, taught me that people like the power of people a connection is worth more than a check sometimes you know it's worth more than a coin really having a connection with somebody because that could lead to several coins and several opportunities and things that you don't even see for yourself yeah i get you know all the time i'll just get random emails on so-and-so referred you you know and i don't even have to be there Mm -hmm. you know how and i've i've never pitched all the stuff that i've done i have never pitched because it, people will amazing. see what you do, and they're like, well, give me your pitch template. And it's like, baby, yeah. this is me and God. God, God, here. God is putting me in position and putting the people around me Absolutely. to lift me up and open the doors. I always say, like, our blessings come from God, but they come through people. They come. And so oh. the fact that you're not out applying for jobs, you're mm-hmm. not pitching yourself for opportunities, people are speaking your names in rooms that you are not in. Have and no it's clue. based on your reputation yes. and the work that you've done that's very important how have you been able to maintain your reputation i guess share like some tips for longevity because you're not necessarily doing the same thing but you mm-hmm. are still in your own lane yeah you've still been able to evolve you are still relevant yeah you still have Thank these you. strong relationships so mm-hmm. what i guess advice or wisdom could you offer for someone who wants to be there i think the main thing is rock with the people that rock with you i say this all the time i think you know, supporting you, supporting other people, even when you're at a, 
I don't even want to say a downtime, but when you're like kind of like not plateaued, but like you're just kind of resting mm-hmm, until mm-hmm. you know the next thing. Support, pour into other people, listen, you know, share whatever. And I think that's what a lot of people are lacking. Everybody's so worried about them pouring to other people. And I think when you do that, then you know when it's time to cash some checks, people be waiting. Mm-hmm. Trina, what can I do? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's important. I've been supporting people from the start. Even if they didn't even know who I was, and then they'll come and they'd be like, "I remember you. You posted about X, Y, and Z years ago, girl. I got so many orders. Da 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 da." So now they're like, "Okay, Trina, I can rock with Trina. You know, she was supporting me before I even met her, or whatever the mm-hmm. case may be." And I think that's important. And a lot of people get away from that. Everybody's looking to take, take, take. You gotta give. You gotta it make a has deposit. To be reciprocal. You gotta make a deposit before you make a withdrawal. And I think it's just so like obvious like you can feel it when somebody is not i don't want to say they want something from me because if we're being honest everybody wants to benefit from any relationship any partnership everybody wants it to be beneficial but i think the difference is when you know you bring nothing of value or you might even you might bring something but you might be stingy with it you might be selfish with it. you're not really willing to assist or support unless there's something in it for you and I think people can pick up on that. Yeah, and I and it kind of baffles me that people think that you can't. Like you think I got to where I am and the things that I've done, just like just being like, just you know, dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I ain't know you was trying to use me. Like, come on, dog. How, so, how do you deal with those experiences? Because I think it's easy. I'm gonna just speak for myself. <laughs> I think that so many things you learn the hard way in entrepreneurship yeah. and just in life with relationships, mm-hmm. friendships. Some of the things you go through and experience and challenges you have with people can make you feel like it's you. And sometimes it is you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you are the problem. But yeah. not all the time. Right. How do you not internalize multiple instances of things not going wrong? How do you maintain that this is part of the journey, but I'm not going to make this like a part of my identity? Well... I do, every once in a while, I do internalize and I be all in my head, but I kind of got to, like, get it out. You know what they be like, I'm going I'm to cry now, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. I'm giving it to God. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, you know yeah. you're going to give it to God, but, like, I'll be all in my head, like, I can't believe this, and, you know, play it out. And then once I do that and I calm down, maybe a little wine, and then I'm on, I'm on to the next. It's like it never happened. So that's kind of how I deal with that. Um, that's pretty much it, like. And then when, um, what were you saying about, uh, like, people coming at you like mm-hmm. that and things like that? I'd just be like, girl, what is you really trying to do? I'd be like, look, this is what I can do. And then i just lay it out there. You either take it or leave it. Boundaries. Yes. That's what that makes me think yes, of. And that is something boundaries. I am personally, that's a personal challenge for this year. It's like okay. working on not just establishing boundaries, mm-hmm. but implementing those boundaries like sticking to it standing on business with these boundaries what are some of the boundaries that you have had to implement uh professionally or personally like what are some i feel like 40 is the age where i've heard that it's just like i'm a grown-ass grown-ass woman and this is what it is i'm not people pleasing no more i'm not like any of those things what are some of the grown-ass woman boundaries that you've had to implement and stand on Man, a lot like, and I'm I'm definitely in the forties, and I'm I'm good. I just be like, all right, like, and people really be surprised. Like, you ain't gonna say no, like that's what you want to do. I respect people and what their decisions are, and then I'm respect mine. And so mine are coming into play more so now because I'm single now. Well, 
I don't use that term loosely, but you know what I'm saying. I'm not married now. Say that. I'm not married right now. So, with that being said, girl, the way I be like, bloop, 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 red flag, bloop. Like, I just be next. Like a video you know game. What I mean? out, yeah. out, next. You got okay. to go. Like, I can't. Go play with somebody else. Like, I'm, okay, that's what you want to do. Okay. And then I say I'm not going to snap you. I'm just not going to yeah. join you. And then it's like, well, what, what happened? I thought, you, uh, uh, no, that's what you... And I decide if I'm going to participate. That's mm-hmm. like my thing. So you you set the tone. Okay. I I think about it. Like, mm, I don't think I want to do this anymore. So is that a different version of Trina than yeah. well, not necessarily married Trina, but pre-married Trina? Like Trina back then versus Trina now. Do you feel like your experience as a married woman is, how is it dictating your, your experience dating now? Yeah. So... <laughs> Being married, I was married 15 years. We, can, we gotta talk about it. We gonna talk about it. Oh, you give all the tea because I don't really talk about it too much. Ooh, we it. can learn from yeah. it though, not yeah. just to be nosy, but no, I, I. We really do. Yeah. And, and I'm working on something where I could talk about it more. Um, but I think married Trina, because after such a long relationship and two kids, what makes you think that I just met you and I'm gonna deal with your stuff? When I got if I would do that, I could have stayed where mm-hmm, I was. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like it just don't make sense. The math ain't math. So it don't matter, right? You do the equation. So if you think I'm gonna do deal with your foolishness, nah, it ain't happening. And I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. I, I said, hey, this is what I say. I don't serve my time, and I got a t-shirt. I'm good. If I have nah, to ride this thing, okay, okay. <laughs> I want to peel back the legs because. I just started my blog, everybody, everybodylie.com, okay? It's all about okay. uh, dispelling these myths that we've been taught. So some of the myths, um, you know, you go to school, you get the good grades, you get the good job, and then you live the good life. Complete bullshit, right? Right. Um, you have to have kids by a certain time because your eggs are drying up and no men are going to want you. Complete bullshit. Yep. One of the other myths or lies, though, is that getting the husband is the hard part. Like, girl, if you could just get the girl, husband. that's easy. But managing the marriage. Is never mentioned, and as a married woman that's trying to figure this thing yeah. out, I realized I was it, all of it was a lie, yeah, all of it. it so is. I want to know your experience on this side. So you got married. I'm a thousand percent sure you did not enter a marriage with an intent to end the marriage. Yes. So when did it, or what were like the moments where you realized, okay, wait a minute, this is not what I thought I was signing up for. Mm-hmm. This is not what I expected this to be. Like, what did that look like for you? Girl, so that was a journey. Again, I I really like most, um, I would say, black people in general, men and women, we don't have a lot of examples, which is number one. So we're kind of doing it. We got, you know, we got pure hearts and great intentions, and we really try our best. Like you said, we're listening to all this. And, you know, marriage is hard work. You could do it. But sometimes that hard start looking crazy, and you'll be like, Okay, I get hard, but, like, this, though, like, mm, I don't know about that. And I think that's where it was, like, I was coming to a crossroads. Like, okay, so, so, and then and then the myth about talking, not talking to other people, like, keep people keep out your, your business. But it wasn't it really until I talked to my friends, like, I got some great girlfriends from since I was 15 years old, talking to them, and, you know, they... God first and they married like they are the pinnacle like you know they go strictly by the Bible so I would I confide in them on some things and they'd be like oh, Trina I don't know about that mm. and then it was like until then 
I was thinking like this is how this is the hard like normal. I'm just supposed to thug it out you know mm -hmm. what I mean you know so when I realized that I was like wait a minute okay so you know did that we did the counseling like you said I did not get married for 15 years to now I thought I was gonna ride this thing out to the sunset you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying like nobody wants to do that and then get divorced in my 40s and then have this on your record right yeah. right and then get divorced in my 40s and be out here in this day pool no ma'am that was not my plan at all so. so how bad was so bad that you decided the other side is worth it um when I had to decide between Trina and Mr. Nameless. Yes, and somebody else. Like I had to I would have had to put somebody else ahead of me. Mm -hmm. And then I would have had it wouldn't it wouldn't be the same Trina. It'd be a whole nother Trina. It would be a shell of a Trina. And that's when it like it, it kind of broke my heart. Like I don't want to let Trina go. Like mm -hmm. I like Trina. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. she's dope. Like it's why me or you. That? Yeah, it's me or you. That's literally what I feel like it comes down in every relationship, in every situation. Yeah. And we are taught, though, that that's selfish, that that's not how you, yeah, you know, that we're, exactly. you're looked, that's, that's not the way that you are, especially mm -hmm. not in a relationship, especially not with somebody you love. Right. But at the end of the day, it's like, do I love you more than I love me? Because right. that can't, like, that can't be how this goes. Mm -hmm. And I think that is the gray area in marriage where it's like. How do you live up to, especially if you are religious at all, right. and you have this idea of you subscribe to what you're supposed to be as a wife and what you're yeah. supposed to be willing to endure and put up with and all of the things. How do you, what is your advice for married women who are trying to just navigate what's too much? Like what truly is an investment? What truly is me being down for this commitment and this covenant right. and what's like okay that's crazy that's 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 too much do you think it's just a personal decision um i think it can be personal but i think it's really when you assess your partner if there's things that like just don't sit well in your spirit um what my therapist has said was like character flaws not just disagreements. Mm. I feel like disagreements and stuff, you can figure that out. As long as the person is willing. willing. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that's what you have to decipher. And it took me a while to get there to decipher certain things that was like, okay, like you like doing that. This that's, is that's who your, you are. Yeah, this is who you are. And I think once you, you got to believe it when they show you who they are. Even in the marriage, you'd be like, what? You know what I mean? Oh, Trina. Yeah. <laughs> that puts me back. Like, I remember that feeling in dating relationships mm -hmm. where it's like, okay, you know, like you cross the line and I can't go back. You know, like you've done that thing and now I know that this cannot be what I thought it was going right. to be. I cannot imagine having that feeling with my husband. Yeah. It's like, you know, if I'm ready to jump in front of a bullet and then I, I'm i over here for something else and I'm like, wait a minute, like I'm ready to put my life on the line and, and this you can't do this, like this little thing right here. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. You know, you start like assessing stuff. You know what I mean? I'm not going to go into detail and like mm -hmm. I'm not trying to bash anybody. But, you know, I just think, you know, sometimes you, you could definitely grow apart in your uh, relationship. Um, again, I was married 15 years and my ex was significantly older than me. How how much older? Like the number of years? 15. So how, how or did that impact not necessarily the relationship ending, but just the dynamics of the relationship in general i think i definitely think it depends on the person but um 
what I found is sometimes people want you to either stay that young version of you. Because I met him in my 20s. Mm-hmm. And again, 15 20, years, 20 right? trainer. 20-year-old trainer. That was different. Right. 20-year-old mm-hmm. trainer. 20 old That was a whole... That's a whole different podcast. But anyway. Um, <laughs> so, sometimes they want you to stay in that, you know, younger, impressionable... But I wasn't that impressionable. I'm from Chicago, too. So, you know what I'm saying? I was, you know, I ain't that impressionable. But you grow up. You know, I went all through my 30s and stuff. So, you know, went through all that. And then, you know, you turn around, especially after having kids, and you like, you know, you're a different person. Uh-huh. And some people, they want to go back to, you know, some people want you to stay where you are. And some people, when you grow, grow up, they don't like that. What do you think was the biggest disconnect, um as far as your the dynamics of your relationship i think because i think entrepreneurship is a very Mm -hmm. that's a transition where what it literally requires of you to be Mm -hmm. a successful entrepreneur it ain't what it requires to be an employee it ain't what it requires in any other position like what it calls of you it's some it's a totally different version of you yeah and the same with motherhood the version of you that is required as a mother completely different from who you Mm -hmm. were able to be as a single or not a single woman but as a childless woman yes which of those versions do you feel like caused the biggest stress in the relationship um i do think it's uh business i think entrepreneurship even though i i had the physical support but i think when things start turning and you start making you know boss moves you know, sometimes it, you know, it can ruffle a little feathers mm-hmm, here and there. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. again, you know, if they like you over here, you know, being being good with yeah. this little bit. Now, when you have all of this, it's a it's a different yeah. beast. Yeah, and then you know, all eyes are you and attention and stuff like that. And sometimes that could, you know, that definitely could drive a wedge. I've had this conversation with, and not to put you, mm-hmm. Trina, in a box, but where you are right now in life, successful. I don't want to say boss shit because I feel like that has negative connotations. He's a successful black woman who Mm -hmm. has evolved, right? Mm -hmm. Which is the goal, right? To succeed with something and to evolve, become a better version of yourself. That woman is a threat to a lot of these men. Yeah. A lot of women just like you end up in this same position where they have had to walk away from a marriage because it was me or you. It was, this is who I am. Mm not even in this season this is who you know god is calling me to be this is who i've evolved into and you can't handle this version you don't like this version you want to compete with this version you jealous of this version you want to control this version or you want to disrespect this version by going out yeah finding another you know like it's it's literally these same things over and over which is why i'm not just sitting here being nosy but i'm really trying to figure out like is it this was just not a good match is it these are some ways that you can evolve together with your partner. Like, what is the solution in all of this? I don't, you know what? And I've definitely laid there many of nights trying to figure it out myself because it was like, math ain't math. Mm -hmm. Like, what is the problem? Like, we we a team, you know what I mean? So you really just like, I think some people, it just brings out certain things in life, brings out certain things in people. Mm. And then after they start showing you stuff, it, it really becomes like you bumping heads. I'm just trying to be great and do this for our family. You know, that's how I look at it. And not to say that at the time that he wasn't happy or anything like that for me. I'm not saying that. But I do think, like, certain things come up where it's like, 
you know, you you know the wife role. It's like, but you're you know you're still my wife or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's like, but I just I'm I'm grinding right now. Like we got this. Like so, was that a challenge? Okay, so being a thousand percent honest, Mm -hmm. and only you know this answer, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, it was a challenge for him, obviously, because he saw you as this. I want my wife doing this, and you you didn't do X Y Z. Where was you at? Was it a challenge for you personally to not necessarily balance, but stand in both roles as the entrepreneur who, as we know, you got to do whatever the business requires Mm -hmm. of you today. You don't even know what that's going to be, but you got to be willing to do it. Was it hard for you to balance that role and responsibility with being the wife and being the mom and maintaining the house and doing whatever you even felt like you were supposed to do? Yeah, I did a lot. Like, even, like, so when everything started popping, like the Good Morning America, moving into the warehouse, getting thousands of orders out, I still was trying to, you know, I had got um, food prep to make sure that they had food. Like, I still was doing that stuff and, you know, still managing our house because I didn't want us to miss a beat. Mm -hmm. You know, cleaning people coming. Like, I just had everything set up. I even, you know, the girls was in the mix. I was... Get your bags, get your toys, your iPads. We're going to the warehouse. We got work to do, mm-hmm. you know. And I would pack them up. So I thought I was doing um, pretty good. And, um, you know, still giving, you know, I, I would involve my ex in things and stuff like that. But, you know, everybody don't want to be involved. And I'm not saying that he didn't want to be involved. Um, but I'm just, you know, it happens to a lot of people. Like, we think we started family business. We want the family to come. All the family don't want to come. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so we just have to be honest with that. And that's okay. I don't think nothing's wrong with that. And even with that, too, sometimes the best role for a spouse is to just be that support. Hold the baby down. So when you hold the baby down, yeah, I'm going to miss the baby when I come home and, I, you know, we can do our thing. You know? So was there ever any point in either of the businesses where you all were working together in the business? Or not really? No, not really. Because I already, that's one thing I didn't know about him. Like, we, we did not work well together. So, so, so yeah. you feel like you knew that before y'all got married? Yeah, what does that look like? That um, means, like, it's y'all have a power struggle? Like, what makes you say that? Yeah, because, like, we kind of did the um, the kind of the same thing, but he was more on the corporate end of it. But okay. I did. Um, you know, I'm doing social media, but he was marketing for, you know, a company. And I think um, with that, it was like, you know, it was like, oh, you should do this and stuff. And if I didn't, it was like, you know, like I was being defiant a little bit or something, you know. Like, this is my baby. So I just, I had to be intentional to keep it separate because I didn't want that. Again, I didn't want that to be part of the, I didn't want it to be all business. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted it, I knew that was better to keep it separate. Let me just handle this. You keep the girls. I'll let you know when I, you know, I'll give you a task. If, you know, and if you don't want to do it, then that's fine. Mm -hmm. But let me decide, you know, what I would like, what role I would like you to play in this, you know. And I get it, you know, people want to help or they want to be a part of it. But I think that was probably the best thing because I probably would have been in this space a lot sooner if I didn't do that part. If you didn't have that boundary. Yeah, I had to set that. Uh Okay, last marriage question. And then we're going to move into motherhood. Okay. Being in your seat where you are right now what is your advice your little sister comes to you she like sis i'm about to get married do you think i need a secret stash what do you tell her oh geez um well being a divorcee i would say yes okay because that's the part that people aren't talking about that financial technically i've been a stay-at-home mom for nine years and now i'm divorced I ain't had to pay no bills. You know what I mean? Well, since I've been at home, mm-hmm. I mean, I did the 
kind of first half of our marriage uh, until I quit. But like, that was a big deal. It was one thing, you know, especially being an entrepreneur. Money is fluctuating. Ooh, we in a recession. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I felt like I was printing money a couple years ago. Now I'm like begging, like you know, please, please help me. I'm poor. With a sign, you mm-hmm. know, we'll work for Supermom <laughs> or something. You know what I mean? So I think that is the thing that no one talks about. Like you know, I had to go get another house. I had to move. I had to, you know, now I'm paying bills and I'm like. These bills really do be coming every month, you know. And hey, that was a blessing, and I, I'm so thankful for that. You know, in my in my previous relationship, that I had that opportunity mm-hmm. because I know a lot of people. You know, all the discussions now, fifty fifty, and all mm-hmm, that stuff. Mm-hmm. Shoot, I'm like, this is one thing about Mama. She is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks about treating herself. So if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self-care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven, seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at OseaMalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is the ghetto life right now. Like, I'm paying all the bills. Adulting is some. I got to make sure. Girl, I remember when my phone got cut off. My phone, my cell phone had got cut off because I wasn't used to paying the bill. You just forgot this bill and was then, still like, coming. I had saw something come across, and I was like, oh, they, you know, they don't mail bills no more. And I wasn't even thinking about it. Next thing I know, everybody was looking for me. My niece come knocking on the door. I was like, what's up? She was like, girl, I've been calling your phone. Said out of, I was like, oh, let me go. I do have to pay that bill. I do. I got to go pay it. It wasn't that I didn't want to pay it, but it's like, why did it come every yeah, month? Every so month. I would say, you know, be smart about it, save it, have a plan. And you don't want to plan for a divorce. I never planned for a divorce. I was just thrown into it. Like, you know, like, what? Okay. You didn't initiate it. So I did, but he filed. I'm giving you all the What does that mean? File, whoever filed first, it don't mean that you're still getting divorced. So it really don't matter. Some people feel like they like I broke up with I you first. It. Yeah, I got you first. I said I was done like okay, that. Okay, done. well we're yeah, still yeah. done is done. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The I want to know the inspiration behind Supermom though because I did not feel like a Supermom when I became a mom. Really? That's another lie. Another lie is it just comes to you. You have the baby and the motherly instinct just kicks in. Now mm. I do believe that if it was literally life or death. Yeah. Anybody, any any mother out there, you're not gonna let your baby die. Like right, I can right, believe right. that. Yes. But to convince people that you're gonna have this baby at twelve o'clock and by twelve oh five you're gonna just be a mother, I don't think that that is realistic. No, because you're learning. You, it's like 
I call it the Twilight Zone. It's almost like you're in an episode of Twilight Zone. Like you went through this like tunnel and like fell into what this the other hell? world. Yes. And you got to get your bearings. You're looking around like, what is happening here? I didn't even feel like myself for really nine months. And I tell other people that. I'm like, give it like nine months to a year. Mm-hmm. Then you'll finally be like, I think I might got this under control. Unless you get pregnant you. again. You was tripping. I was out of my mind. I was really in the Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. Girl, that was my worst nightmare is to get pregnant. Like, while I was, like, you know, breastfeeding because, you know, you can't really take yeah. birth control mm-hmm. and all. Mm-hmm. Ooh, girl. Yeah. You you was wilding. That's the thing. But mm-hmm. research is, like, up to two years, you're still in the postpartum. Right. And a lot of people have another child within two years. So, yeah. literally, yeah, imagine this whole four or five years that you could be literally, like, in a state of confusion. Yeah. And, and you got two. Like, that's a whole nother world. And... And so that's what that's what Supermom is about because like we we was only worried about us like you know you single good life. and you know no kids just doing our thing you know working and climbing the ladders and then all of a sudden we responsible for two people and I got to make a point like it's a whole nother job girl make appointments making girl, sure they got their supplies for the things we talked we were getting ready to talk about the activities and yeah. the, the schedules. Listen, yeah, it's listen, a lot. Y'all, the yeah. internet wants you to think that you are selfish if you don't want to have kids. I am here to tell you that you are actually selfish if you have kids and you are not prepared for this. And you're stuff. not prepared for it because you like give up your whole life really Literally. for like the first five years at least. And then they go play sports and then you give up the rest of your life for the for the rest of your life. Girl, my daughter played softball and it was a hundred degrees outside, and I was out there. I was so unprepared for the first game. <laughs> sweating and the, didn't have enough water. We done ran out of water in the first 15 minutes. Ready. It was just too much. So the next time I come with a whole wagon, it was stocked up, Over coolers, prepared. ice, da da jugs and all that type of stuff. But that's, you have to learn. Like, we just figure it out. And that's the super mom in us. Mm. Like, we figure it out. It's not about being perfect. We just, we're like the superhero. Like, if it's, we gonna figure we it gonna out. Figure we it gonna out. solve the problem. We're like, we come in like Superman. And we be like, wait, what's going on? Okay, we gotta get this done. We gotta get that done. And yeah. we do it. We yeah. make, we do it. We make magically it. Magically done. It's magically done. We know it's, uh, it's almost like magic. It's magic to everybody to else. To everybody else. It but just except for appeared. us, we know we was up, you know, all overnight. Girl, I be pumping balloons for birthdays in the middle of the night. I set my alarm for three. So when they come out in the they morning, got they surprise. got balloons. Yeah, and, you know, a, we be doing the most. The secret. It's like the secret life of moms. Like the hidden. I put on threads um, a couple weeks ago. Like there needs to be like an Olympic mom. Like getting changing the baby diaper. Getting the babies ready for school. Yeah. The way that I'm sweating by the time I get my body into the car in the morning. Yes. Like. Packing the lunches, getting the kids ready, putting the hats on, picking up the stuff, doing all of the things. I'm literally dripping sweat. No, for and real. We deserve like an award, a celebration, some acknowledgement, mm-hmm. something. So the fact that you've literally created this brand so that we could celebrate ourselves. Yeah. Even if it's just like I get to wear this as a badge, right? Yeah, I get to it's wear this as a badge of honor. Yeah. People tell me all the time, they be like, Trina, I had a rough day and I took you know, took my coat off and I had my super mom on. How can you be mad and you look in the mirror and say super mom? And you like, you right. I'm mad. You right. It's yeah. an affirmation. Yeah. You wake up and you say super mom. And then a crazy thing, I was just talking about this morning after I dropped um, my youngest, my eight-year-old off mm-hmm. to carpool. Um, we go through a lot in the morning. We like, you know how people days. be like, oh, get up, pray, meditate. 
I want to so bad. But, you know, it would require me to get up at, like, 5 in the morning, which is okay. I'm working on it. Mm-hmm, I'm working mm-hmm. on it. But, like, once you hit the ground or don't let a kid get up before you. That part. Your right? day has started before you are even awake. It's Only like thing the I craziest say, concept. Yeah. I am at work, and I'm not even awake. Exactly. And then, like, you know, you don't even have time to pray and meditate. You know, everybody be like, oh, I start my morning. I be like, thank you, Lord. And that's about the only prayer I get until I'm about to lay my head back down at night sometimes. Because as soon as you hit the... And then I got my teen over here, my 13-year-old over here, having a whole nervous breakdown because her edges ain't laying how she want them to lay. I can't. How is it... So, I'm boy mom down over here. Your girl mom down over there. I do not envy you. I'm scared of girls. The reviews on girls have come back real not so Do great. not recommend. Do not recommend. It's real ghetto over there. How mm-hmm. is it raising a daughter in this Instagrammable, influencer, sexy red society? I hope we left sexy red in 23. I don't think we did. I she a, well, she pregnant now. Look, I guess I'll send her some super mom. <laughs> Sexy hey, red. sexy, red. right? Look, hey. look, we no shades, sexy. No, yeah, we no got shade. you. We got you with the Come super on. mom. So, um, I will say that I'm blessed. My girls are really dope. Okay, they okay, dope. that matters. They are dope. They like my little homies. I have to check them every once in a while. You know, I have to get nose to nose sometimes, but. They're really good, and I'm really blessed with that because, again, they went through that divorce with me, and, you know. Do you think that made y'all closer? It definitely made us closer. We're like a team. Like, we are like ride or die. Like, we locked in like that. We ain't locked in and mm-hmm. no switching up. <laughs> like, that's us. And, you know, I had to have these hard sit-downs sometimes because when you got a 13-year-old, they make their own opinions. They watching stuff. You know, you might not think they listening, but they might be listening. And I was really trying to make, you know, protect them like oh everything's fine everything's mm-hmm, fine mm-hmm, everything's mm-hmm, fine mm-hmm. and then sometimes they would come in they would cr- catch me crying and breaking down and there were sometimes i just lose it you know like i had had enough for the day like i just had to deal with x y and z and you know i got lawyers and you know this and that all type of stuff going on and i still got to be a parent like i still got to get y'all ready for school i still got to wash and comb y'all hair but I'm fighting. I got a dumpster fire right here, but it's going to have to wait until I get done with this. How do you find the balance between... Because I, I feel like a part of the disservice that our parents did was wanting to appear perfect. They didn't let us see them cry. Let me just speak for myself. My parents didn't let me see them cry. They didn't let me know that there was something wrong. They were going through something. And I think mm-hmm. that when you see this perfect parent, you grow up to have this expectation of yourself. Yeah. I should never be sad. I should mm-hmm. never struggle. I should be strong. Yeah. How do you find the balance, especially with girls, of I want y'all to understand this is life. Let me explain it. Let's yeah. talk about it. But I don't want to put this on you. Like mm-hmm. I don't want this to be a burden on you as a child. How do you balance that? Um, I'm just very honest with them whether they like it or not like I've, I've had some crazy conversations but I'm just 100 with them you know I'm not gonna you know give them super raw but I'll try to you know say it the best you way give that them the I real. can yeah, I'm gonna give them the real yeah I'm gonna give them the real and I'll be like look this is what it is you know and I had to do that because otherwise I think if I was sugarcoating it I didn't want them to think like you know we would be going back or like this is just temporary. I had to, you know, I had to tell them, like, no, like this is this is our new life now, and this is how we're moving forward. And 
you know, we, we're a team. And we got to, you know, I talked about even in our home. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I had to cut back on a lot of stuff. And I had a cleaning lady, you know, first world problem. So I don't have a cleaning lady no more. So I'm like, y'all, we got to all pitch We the cleaning like, ladies yeah, now. Yeah, we the cleaning ladies. And, you know, they understood it. I was like, you know, we all going to have to have responsibilities. And it's like they got cool with that. Even Harper, you know, she just turned eight. Like, she was understand it so she was six when we started the divorce so she even knew and stuff like that and it was so funny though then her response to everything so when are you gonna get us a new rich daddy <laughs> okay wait but their dad is very much still He's still yeah so is yeah. that do they be mad at their daddy like how because oh i just God, know yeah. they have their own minds their own attitudes their own opinions how how do they manage that? Because they obviously want to see Mama with some with somebody real. Ah, well, right. That, that was my youngest, and she said, "I was like, oh my god." But I was like, from your lips to God's ears. <laughs> that okay. part. Um, they they do good. They they go with him. They still he's very involved, and so you know they they manage it. They make it work. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they're I don't think they're mad at anybody. I think you know they know it's different now, but you know I think they see it coming together. We're still new in this. Uh, we're just a little over a year into the divorce, mm -hmm. so they're doing great. You know, they go with them. They thug Kids it out. are more resilient than yeah. we give them credit that for. That part. We and be I the ones that be We be the ones taking up. all this stuff. And, you know, at first it was really, you know, them crying and me crying. It was a lot. But now we're at this place where they be like, oh, okay. Like my oldest, she'll write in her calendar. This is when we go with, you know, she be planning. She'd be like, oh, this is your weekend? Okay, I want to go to Avalon. I'm going here. Can I we know. go to Main Event? Like, she'd Listen, be making all kids be benefiting they from do. these two separate households. Yeah. I yeah. mean, now let me not say it like that. Let me not say it like that. I don't mean that that is the best situation. We know that's not ideal, right? Everybody, we know that. But what I'm saying is as the child, yes. you be benefiting from going to daddy and getting this and coming back home oh, and getting yeah, this. Oh, yeah, because it's a different world when they go there. You is. know, I got schedules. Like, I'm on it. Like, I'm in mommy mode, you know, regardless. But daddy gonna let me Yeah, they what? just, yeah, they be up late. I be getting texts in the middle of the night. My little one FaceTiming me. I be like, girl, you supposed, supposed to be asleep. asleep. Right. Okay, so you, I have a, a, a personal parenting question because, and I do have boys. Mm -hmm. And one of them is two. Mm -hmm. We know what they say about these terrific twos. They are not that terrific. Girl. And I am worried that it's not just a two-year-old thing. I'm worried that is this him. So when you say I'm, I'm blessed, my girls are just really great. Were they always just really great or did they become no. really great? No. Give so me some hope. My second one came out gangbanging like what like you know gd's and gonna came through the door yeah so she she was very much like that and like you know running tearing up stuff like would just embarrassing sit there. you in public like i would be you? i would be like hand me the remote and she gonna hand it to me and then throw it over my head like she was she was on one and then it just switched one day and did you beat her? What did you do, no, Trina? What did you I do? Did, I did not Tell us beat the truth. Because people never talk about when your kid is bad, what do you do? When your kid's embarrassing, yeah. what do you do? Um, I'm not... I don't want a kid to get beat now because I was beat like a Hebrew slave. But... It was a different generation. I know. But at the same time, I think sometimes, every once in a while, you might have to get that little tap, tap, tappity tap. But I, I'm not a... See, I try to stay away from the parent and stuff. But Listen, sometimes that might be what they understand. Here. That might be what they understand. And I'm not saying, like, it has to be ongoing, but sometimes you got to give them a little shock value because 
Life ain't gonna be go sit in the corner. Life gonna knock you down. It's yeah. gonna it's gonna turn so you up, or you gonna down. be in jail behind bars and telling somebody something, you know, in another ten years. So sometimes you gotta show them that this is the bad side, you know, and you gotta know your kid. If you tell them multiple times that you can't get them to stop doing something, you might have to take another approach. Yeah, another approach. For my oldest, timeouts worked great for her. That she was just devastated if you told her that she had to stay over there for a while with nothing. You know, I mean, of course, they're with the little sleep. one. The little one, no, her daddy. I, I, I would, I would be like, well, I'm leaving, and just don't tell me nothing. You know, so I, she got a couple taps here and there. You know, I, but she got yeah, my dad. I mean, his, not my daddy. His daddy gonna have to just. <sighs> Yeah. Once, yeah, you might have to, like, you know, and I, like I said, I get nose to nose, and they be like, that's the worst thing ever for them. I'm like, I don't even do like, nothing, do but, nothing I, but, but I can. Yeah. I just want you to know that I can. That I can, you know. And I tell them stories. I be like, oh, your mom used to be getting with them now. Don't See, like, yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's... And, and, you know, I'm trying to subscribe to this, not gentle parenting. I'm trying to subscribe right. to intentional parenting. That's I just want to yeah. think before I do things. Yeah. I don't want to be react, you know, reacting yeah. to you. I want to just be emotionally intelligent, mm -hmm. still in my parent role. That's yeah. the type of parent I'm trying to be. Yeah. But when I'm in public, the my pride, yeah. you know, it's just like you got to embarrass me. In yeah, because you people. be you were judging all them other moms. Like, why is that kid? You know, you'll store? be quick. Single, childless women are quick to. Oh, you need to get him. Oh, you need to, yeah. baby. But when it's your him, yeah. when he is yours, it's like a totally different. Let me different tell you story. what I used to do. I used to step over her in the store. Fall out if you want to. Good luck. Girl, bye. And I just take the cart. I might pause it on the end and like try look to look, but. I be gone. And then they say, you know, when she saw when nobody coming and she just laying there like this, it was like, I'm All right, here. I'm going to go ahead and get like, up. Like, the dramatics are over. Nobody's here to see me. She got her tail up and acting like she had some Okay, sex. so all of this. So just keep trying yes. it all. Yeah, just try it all. I think you just got to navigate and really learn your child and what works because no two kids are the same, too, you know. <sighs> so, like, my other one, she, a wooden spoon, you know, like, they got the spanking stick. I definitely have those wooden spoons. Yeah, you um, got to, you know, like, you want to tap? No, okay. Because that's the result of doing X, Y, and Z. Yeah, and I need you to see. Yeah. Not to play with me. And then I think it's certain. I think, because, like, I mean, I got, I got whoopers for playing. You know, I think we have to discern, like, what's the part, like, where they just playing and didn't know. And then, like you said, being intentional. Like, okay, I'm mad. Like, especially when they write on the wall, they think they done made some art. Mm -hmm. And it's being able to not put not be the child that's yes. what parenting is it's yes. growing up yes. it's you not being Super you not grown. behaving like a child yeah right. you really raising yourself as you're trying to raise these kids right. so my last question because and part another part of the reason that i'm scared of girls <laughs> is because of my mommy issues because oh. of the relationship i have with my mother okay yeah and it just is um a repeated, you know, repeated yeah. relationships of like our lineage of women yeah. and daughters. That's just what it is. Really? Okay. Yes. I'm Awful. sorry. Mm -hmm. In my research, I'm realizing this isn't that uncommon. And I'm learning that too. It's a thing. Because me and my mom was like this. So like, this is what I wanted. Die. This is what I wanted to to ask you. What are you either repeating? Or moving away from as far as how you were raised. Like, what are some of the things? Because I think a lot of us, when we are not evolved or matured or 
trying to be intentional. We end up just repeating what was done to us because that's yeah. what's normal. That's our example of how you do things. Mm -hmm. Can you identify any of the things that you're like, I'm intentionally doing this different? So what I'm intentionally doing is being 100, honest. So they know, like, my mom tell me something, it's good as gold. You know, I want them to know I got their back. I always tell them, I said, if somebody's running late, trust me, if, I, if I'm not there, I'm looking for you or somebody's coming for you that you know. And I tell them that all the time you can rest on that because that was one of the things, you know, back in the day with, you know, no phones and stuff. My mom was working like second shift and stuff. Sometimes people didn't show up to pick me up that said they would. Mm. There was no cell phones and, you know, your alarms going off during the day to remind you. If they didn't look at the clock, they just kept going. And I would be at the school, with, like, with the janitors. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because back then, mothers used to just bounce. And I'd be at the playground. So that's something that, you know, I yeah, tell them. Um, I'm honest. Um, I try to keep the communication. So, like, me and my um, oldest, like, we kiki with the drama and stuff like that. Like, she'd be like, she'd be like, girl. I'd be like, bruh. <laughs> like, I'm your mom, but, you know, I let her slide, you know, how so she'd be like How do you find the balance in that, though, too? Because yeah. how do you be friendly with your child, but I, still be able to, yeah, I okay, probably, but don't play with me? I probably let her slide way more than a lot of people would, but I think that's more of my personality, because she'll send me a text and she'll start out sis. But that works for y'all. That's what, but that's I, what I think her, is important, and then too. I, like, you know, I check her, and then I go into whatever she was talking about. I was like, girl, who you call a sis? You know, just to kind of remind mm -hmm, her. Mm -hmm. But I Let think me remind that's you who like you are. our little, yeah. you know, like our little thing. So, you know, I don't get on it too hard, but I always say, like, like I'm, you know I'm your mama, right? You know, so she'll tell me about this, the little boy drama and who broke up and who together and stuff like that. I so I want to keep that because I be like, the so then I get the tea, then I can put clues together and find out and what figure she out what you doing. Yeah. yeah, and I'm going to figure out what you're doing. So, you know, that part helps. Um, and I think just doing stuff with them too, they're included in a lot of things that I do and we just have a good time. Um, and I think them seeing me with my girlfriends, my oldest said, it, 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 like when she says little stuff, it just really makes me proud. Like make me feel... Like, like I'm, doing I'm doing this. I'm doing. Yeah. I'm doing it. I'm really doing it. She said, "I hope I have friends like you have friends when I get older." Cause she knows, like, and my friends, we all had kids around the same time. So now she has like these mm, play cousins, yeah. yeah. And so they be like, they be so excited when we. I say I'm going to so and so's house or so and so house. So they get to kick it like all the time. Like we go over there, like somebody can have a house party. They'll just be up in a room mm -hmm, tearing up mm -hmm, stuff mm -hmm. while we down there having a good old time. I and love they that. love that. So we like I said, they're like my that's like my squad, like we crew. And that's how I I will say one hundred percent they feel like like we just like a little team. Like I we we like a little that. girl squad. That is something that so many grown women find themselves searching for. Is yeah. like community and like mm -hmm somebody actually cares about me i belong somewhere so the yeah. fact that you are cultivating that yeah in your home yeah super mom super mom shit yeah that, that look she ain't just selling it she's <laughs> living this life and, and you know and one thing that i've never done i don't you know i don't judge anybody on how they parent even when i was baby shopaholic back in the day you know it's just i always try to create these fun spaces because everything ain't for everybody and how i roll with my kids might not be now there's some kids like I've never told my kids to say um, auntie or TT or Mr. and Mrs. And so sometimes we'll get around people and they'd be like, it's Mr. John or whatever. And then I have to check them because then they're like acting like my kids are rude. I was like, hold up. We, we don't do that. We, we don't do that. And, now, and I'm like, you know what? 
I started saying like, you know, so now they do it. Mm -hmm, they mm -hmm. do say Mr. You know, they'll say Mr. Corey or Mrs. Coriel and, you know, stuff like that. So they will do that now. You know, that's an up north thing. Side note, because me and my husband have this conversation where he grew up saying yes ma'am no ma'am yeah, no, no sir no we don't do that and i we think don't. it's because our people ran away from that in the south yeah. and they taught us we don't do that yeah we ain't gotta look we ain't gotta we, we gotta all equal up in here yeah. i'm not no ma'am and yeah. yes ma'am and, and yeah. i think that's what it is so yeah my kids don't say ma'am and sir and stuff now my little we one got here in the south now yeah. yeah and my little one she's funny because like she would go to store so she know who got all the free cookies balloons and stickers right so she would go in the Publix. And like the free cookie, it'd be a woman. She'd be like, "Sir, can I please have a free cookie?" And so, because I make them ask for things, mm -hmm, like you mm -hmm. know, like so they can learn to talk to mm -hmm. people. And so she was doing that all the time. So that used to like I used to be rolling. I'd be like, "She don't Ma'am, She's trying to. She's she called a woman, sir. I was like, "Oh." Because that's probably the last one she heard. She was like, well, I'm going to just say sir. Say one of them. Yeah. It's one of them. Like it's going to be something. I love good. it. You're <laughs> definitely mom goals. Oh. Listen, I'm just I'm just out here figuring it out. I'm figuring it That's out. That's the other secret, y'all. Ain't nobody got to figure it out. Yeah. Ain't nobody got to figure it out. And there, I don't even think there is a figuring it out. It's just like no. a journey. It's it is, like it's this a is what I'm doing today. Yeah. Tomorrow I might have to do something totally different. Yeah. But today I'm gonna try this, and let's just hope for yeah. the best. And, and you know, and I tell my girls again, you know, we're we're I call it recalibrating. Like you know, we're getting accustomed to this new life because it's new for them. It's new for me. You know what I'm saying? I lay next to one person for a long time. You know, now I wake up, I have to remind myself, oh, girl, you got this girl. whole bag yeah. to yourself, girl. I'm like, okay. You know, like, where am I? I'm like, wait, okay. So I tell them now, like, mommy got to put her head down. Like, we got to replenish. Like, I'm going to be grinding to the summer. And so, you know, all that little extra stuff, we're not going to be able to do that. Even yeah. that, though, yeah. teaching them, because the, the, joys of being able to spoil your spoil your kids yes. that's amazing mm -hmm. but the downside of that is sometimes not they don't get to see how hard you work for things right. they don't have to work as hard for things when everything is just given to them right so i think them seeing both sides yes. right now while they are still under your protection and under mm -hmm. your care and you can explain things to them like the women that they are going to be yeah because of the woman that you are Aww. become like you're not even necessarily some of the stuff you're doing on purpose but you're really just being it and they're seeing it yeah i i mean i had to and like i didn't have a choice because like for real like this last couple of years was really hard and like to have my kids in total to do this, and they're watching their mom, like, rebuild her whole life. We left with no furniture. My daughter learned how to put together furniture. Now that's her side hustle. She goes around putting the together furniture. The women that they are going to be. It's it's crazy. And that was not even a plan. It's not crazy. It wasn't strategic. It's not crazy. It's you. Mm -hmm. It's not by choice. It didn't just happen. They, mm -hmm. they aren't just dope. No. Yeah. Who do they come from? The dope dealer, baby. Right here. <laughs> right. So right. for all the super moms out there who oh. have to go right now yeah. and grab some merch, tell them right there in this camera, mm -hmm. where can they find you online? Where can they follow you on social media? Okay, so super mom culture that's the streetwear lifestyle brand for moms and dads and families really because again we talked about having a team so supermomculture.com supermomculture on instagram and i am hey trina small on instagram and my blog is hey trina but we're gonna dust that off it's, it's coming be, back it's gonna come back it's gonna be some it has it's gonna to. be some i this. had a call this week we it's coming back this is what you stuff. is this what you're giving 
I'm trying. Okay. Because they're here for it. We're here for it, baby. I'm trying. Look, I got to pick your brain because you be making it all happen. Let's And you talk it. about super vibe. Give it up for this lady with this beautiful set. Thank you, boo. With two babies under two? Mm-hmm. Are they under two or three? They're un- well, one is two. Does that count? One yes. is two. Okay. That's insane. It's crazy. I'm crazy. You crazy. Yeah, I am. Don't mess with you, because anybody that can do that, that's <laughs> almost like, like you serving prison time and handling business at the same time. Girl. And trying to throw it back, trying to, you know, all the things. And that, all all of the that. things. Yeah. We yeah. superheroes is we truly, are. is truly what we are. We are. I love you, Trina. I love you, too. This has been an amazing conversation. I just know so many women are inspired. All of the versions of you. That they yeah. can identify with, like an inspiration for so many. So check her out, y'all. Thank you. Super Mom Culture. You told your personal Instagram, Hey Trina. Yeah, Small. Hey Trina. We'll mm-hmm. make Hey Trina. Just Hey yeah. Trina. Hey Trina Small, but it'll come up under Hey okay, Trina. Okay, okay, okay. So all of that will mm-hmm. be linked down below. Make sure y'all go shop, support, and put Please. your money where your mouth is. Do. Okay. We're recalibrating. That's right. No, We're recalibrating. We are rebuilding, and it's super important that we <coughs> practice group economics. All jokes aside, we have to make sure that we are putting our money where our mouths are so that we can circulate the black dollar in the black community. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Make sure you share this episode with a friend. Subscribe to the channel so you don't miss out, and I'll catch you next week. So if you made it this far, I just know you loved that episode. Well, what you did not know is that we recorded it right here in ATL at Elevate Studios. Yes, your girl has her own studio, y'all. And it's not just for me. I'm opening it up for you, too. So if you have a podcast, if you are a vlogger, a YouTuber, or a content creator, and you are looking for a professional studio to record your content, or you want to hire me and my team to fully produce your content, make sure you check out the show notes below or log on to elevateagency.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.